welcome to episode 9 of Expertise is Overrated, the podcast that takes the time to answer the questions you didn't know you didn't want the answers to. I'm Sean. And I'm Vib, and neither of us has any clue what we're talking about. Now before we get to the episode, let's award the much vaunted Expertise is Overrated Tinfoil Award. Now this week, Tinfoil goes to, you guessed it, Sean, for at one point suggesting he's going to try to turn me into a moral being, which is ludicrous in and of itself. Uh, clearly um, a failed crusade. Very much so. But then five seconds later, he instantly agreed with Grindelwald. So I'm not really sure what we make of that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've covered myself in glory. I'm going to question your I? morals forevermore now. <laughs> I'm going to make you into a better person. By the way, have you heard about my theory on eugenics? Have you heard the good word that Grindelwald put? <laughs> it's not ideal. It's, it's not. well, it's ironic because you know I somewhat agree with him to some extent, and if I had been a wizard back then, I would have probably joined him. But hey ho, here we okay, are. So that's <laughs> that's just horrific. That's not what I was meaning at all. I was, he's got. Uh, it sounded like that to me. It might have the right idea, but is going about it all the wrong way. Anyway, that's for last week. This week, we're unpacking a very different and very difficult question. So we're looking at the Marvel Cinematic Unit Universe and asking, how does Mjolnir work? That is Thor's hammer. Because, frankly, I'm confused. Well, you're not the only one, to be honest. It's It's very confusing. So I guess the problem statement that I want to put out there is in the fandom and apparently also in universe, the ability to lift Mjolnir is apparently somehow correlated or connected to some abstract notion of worth, which sort of doesn't make any sense and also is probably proven wrong by the films themselves. So what I want to do is just kind of ask, in that case, really, what what is determining whether or not someone can lift Mjolnir? What so, do you think? so you're taking issue with the statement, whosoever lifts this hammer will have the power of Thor? No, so 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 that's that's actually the central point of my case. I think that quote gets misinterpreted. Right. Because the quote specifically is, whosoever carries or bears this hammer if he be worthy shall have the power of thor right right but there's there's a couple of things wrapped up in that firstly the implication is that you can lift the hammer and not be worthy yeah very much so but also we see so it's just really really complicated and i want to try and unpick it and i don't really know where to start, I almost wonder well, whether. Okay, the... I mean, so, so, so you're quite right because I think a lot of people misinterpret this quote, uh, mm. myself probably included, because I, I never really, yeah, I never really stopped to think what that actually means, that phrasing, because I, I equally just assume, oh, if you can pick up Mjolnir, well, that's very much how they portray it, right? Yeah, you pick up Mjolnir, then you are pretty much as badass as Thor. Well, it, 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 it's it's even more than that because in. Um... We're going to jump around the Marvel films quite a bit here. Um, but in Endgame, when Thor... What a phrase this is about to be. When Thor goes back in time and is talking to his dead mum about how his life's fallen apart <laughs> since his mum died while a raccoon is stabbing his ex-girlfriend who's got an infinity stone inside her. 
Yes. He, all of that happens, yes. All of that happens and is not even the weirdest part of that film. He summons Mjolnir, right? Yes. And then says, I'm still worthy, as if the hammer itself has gauged him worthy. But he's not even holding the hammer at that point, And he also never lost the power of Thor. It's... I don't, I don't understand. Yes, yes. So, so there's a few elements within the quote, right? There's this part number one, who can pick up the hammer? That's the yeah. best side. Because quite clearly a lot of people, beings, etc. cannot pick up the hammer. Sure. Including people that you probably think can. Right? If, if we step back, if it's purely a question of strength, right? Which, which you mean I, I it, guess, it, it isn't. Which it isn't be- because the Hulk can't. Exactly. The Hulk that, can't make that, it up. Yeah. That's the answer there. I mean, I've, I've heard it said that Mjolnir is essentially the weight of a mountain. Um, but clearly it isn't to, to people who, for some reason, the hammer deems... I don't want to use the word worthy because no, but I, I, think, I, know, I, think it's, I, I think worthy is the second step of it all. Yeah, so that you have to be able to pick up the hammer, and then you have to meet someone's definition of worth to get the power of Thor. But the power of Thor, in of itself, is is a very loose concept. What does that even? Mean? It sort of depends which film you're watching, doesn't it? It it does, and it doesn't i mean i guess at its most basic you can say you can throw this hammer around the same way thor does and leave it at sure that. and that's that's quite a powerful thing in and of itself because you you can't become thor because thor is the actual god of thunder regardless of the hammer okay so i want to touch on that for a second, because in the first Thor film, Odin strips Thor of his power. Or does he, I guess is the question, right? When when Odin casts Thor out of Asgard, chucks him down the Bifrost, remember? Yes. And then, th- and then whispers the famous quote into the hammer. Yes. And then throws the hammer after him. And that's, that's then the whole point of the first Thor film is Thor's hero's journey quest for worth. Yes, absolutely. But but at that point, you, you could argue that... I mean, Odin, one presumes, knows how the hammer works and knows that that hasn't really got anything to do with Thor's inherent power. I mean, he says as much in the later films. Uh, Rack- yeah, are you Rack- the god of hammers? Which is a great line. Exactly. It was great, absolutely fantastic line, yeah. Um, so I think... Odin is essentially giving him a sort of treasure hunt, right? He he knows he knows the potential his son has, and I think he knows exactly how he can maximize uh, as a maximize the potential, how he can get Thor to being the best he can possibly be. And I think it starts off okay. with sort of tying Thor's self belief into the hammer, because obviously, you know, he, has, he ends up having to sacrifice himself, which for some reason the hammer then really likes. Um, and then when the minute Thor touches the hammer, it, he re- re- almost reincarnates. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's uh, not worthy. None of that has anything to do with, with worth. And I think I might even go well, one step further and say, I don't think actually any of that has anything to do with the, with the hammer itself. I think that's well, this, all Thor and yeah, internal I, thinkings that he has. Yeah, I Great this, I don't understand. <laughs> this is uh, 
I'm sorry, I've co-opted this episode, which I'm sure we were going to talk about something much less noodly than this, but it's just been something that's burning away in the back of my mind for a while, because I rewatched. You've come seeking wisdom, I get it. It's fine. I'm, I, it's, a, it's a cry for help to our listeners, um, more than anything else. I rewatched Endgame a couple of weeks ago. Great film. When Cap, when, great film. When Cap picks up the hammer. And that's what really got me going on this. Because when Cap picks up the hammer, Thor reacts as if that's as almost a statement of Cap's worth. Right? Because Cap can th- throw the hammer around and, and do all the Thor thing. We never see him fly, or I don't think we ever see him summon lightning. But, well, the, ha- the hammer does at times when Cap is wielding it in Endgame, which I find a bit strange. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, because be. when he's like hitting Thanos, there's there's lightning every now and then. But so maybe there's a few things there because I mean Thor is obviously in the vicinity. Yeah. Um, and and I don't think you're wrong in saying that Thor, as a result of Cap being able to pick up the hammer, assigns some level of worth to him, but. That that's that's sort of uh, to me that's like an Asgardian litmus test. Like you know what, this human is actually all right. You know he's got the right stuff. His heart is in the right place. He mm. he is a worthy individual okay. purely because he can pick up Mjolnir. I don't think Mjolnir does anything other than convey that to Thor. So you think that there is actually a worth test, or it's a terrible word, there is there is a, a test as to whether or not you can pick up the hammer? I think so, I think so. Um, I I don't so know one... necessarily what it is, because, I mean, you have that scene in, oh, I want to say, is it Age of Ultron, right? Where they all, well, they all try to pick yeah, up yeah, the hammer, yeah. right? That, I was, I was, I was going to come on to that scene, yeah. Well, yeah, because famously Captain America does kind of pick it up. Well, he moves I've, it. Well, I've it, even it, seen some people shifts. say that Cap knew he he could pick up the hammer and so decides yeah. to just not pick it up fully. That seems... en- enough to just say to Thor, like, oh, you know, I can I can do this. <laughs> Stop being a dick. Um, I mean, it's also in that film, I think, where eventually Vision picks it up, isn't it? It is. It is, and just casually. There's a few, <laughs> just casually, just picks up. He doesn't realize what it's like because it's when Vision's newborn. He just sort of picks up the hammer and hands it to Thor, and that's what why Thor is like. Yeah, all right, we we like this guy, but I don't. I guess maybe maybe if we take a step back, who all? Well, I've I've I say asking the question. I've made a list of everyone who I think picks up the hammer or otherwise interacts with with the hammer in a sort yeah. of picking it up way throughout the MCU. Now, obviously, you've got Thor and Cap and Vision that we've talked about. And they all sort of vaguely make sense as probably pretty decent guys, although I'm going to throw a question mark around Vision. Um, I have a slightly un- unkind thing to say about Vision as to why he can pick it up. Um, but then you've got Odin, who we learn is an asshole. And then you've also got Hell, or Hella, who... I'm not sure, like, definitely destroys the hammer while controlling its motion, which is sort of like holding it. And then I'm also going to throw Thanos in there, and I'm going to put a question mark around... Thanos? So he doesn't pick up the hammer, but he, like, knocks it out of the way while it's flying. 
which is still more than we see anyone else capable of doing. When does he do in Endgame? Yeah, it's really strange in Endgame, isn't it? Because he also wields Stormbreaker. I guess so, I was we'll come on to come that on... at some point. I think. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, no, Stormbreaker's on my list of things to and, talk about. And he does, he does block a dual wield Stormbreaker and Mjolnir somehow, as in, so he can clearly exert pressure on it. Exactly. But I don't exactly. know if that's necessarily the same as picking it up and wielding well, it. And you're right, though. It's more than we see anyone else do. Yeah, and then and then the last person I'm going to throw out there is Eitri the Dwarf, who makes it. Now, we never see him pick it up. But, yes. I mean... And there's some argument... Okay, there's some argument to be made for Eitri being the smith, and so I think that that's a special bond. So it's dis- it's distinct from wielding or, or bearing it. I can't remember the exact I think quote. I'm actually going to find the exact that. quote. Potentially that, but also it's entirely possible that he just makes a hammer. I mean, a really, really fucking good hammer. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mm-hmm. become Mjolnir with some mystical power, potentially, until Odin does whatever Odin does. Odin can pick it up because he's he's the old father, right? I think we have to just sort of accept that. And I think that's also the same reason that Hela can pick it up, because they're essentially just gods on such a high level. But Loki can't. Yeah, but he's not. He's not Asgardian. I suppose he's not technically with. Asgardian, is he? Uh, so of, of all the genuine Norse gods that we meet in the MCU, Odin, Thor, Hela, they can all handle the hammer. Hmm. In some so way. the quote, the quote is: "Whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor." According to Goodreads. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I understand the confusion. This is a really good topic to have brought up, but mm. okay, uh, I'm just so... gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, give the game away here. I don't think we're going to get to a sensible answer. No, I think the answer is the rules are different depending on the film. Possibly, I, I mean, the, yeah, that's always going to be I mean, as good as the MCU is in terms of continuity and whatnot. I think it's, that's absolutely fair. Yeah, yeah. Slightly different, creative. It, it is gargantuan, isn't it? Yeah. And and we're not going anywhere near the comics here because they're just bizarre, and all sorts of nonsense happens. Yeah. Um, but if we think, if so, looking at that list of yours, yeah. So obviously, in in the original Thor, right, he loses the the power to wield the hammer. He can't pick it up. Yes. And actually, at that moment, Thor is nothing more than a vanilla, if incredibly ripped, human, <laughs> which is. But again, it's interesting because he he obviously still is Thor, unless Odin has stripped him of that as well. Well, this is this is the big question. I one of the many big questions in when Thor is in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico, is he still Thor, or is he is it Donald Blake who he get whose whose clothes he wears and yeah. driving license he borrows? And I, and I think this is a really important point, though, right? Because we have to remember yes. that Thor ends up there because he fucks up. Yes. And Odin needs him to to get his head out of his ass and be Thor, the potential next king of Asgard. Right? Because he banishes Thor and then he chucks the hammer? He... he, he so, so the well, he scene is... he chucks the hammer and then manages Thor. No, no, no. He banishes... The scene is he essentially strips Thor... Allegedly strips Thor of his power. So Thor is standing there in his armor. Basically, and Odin like tears his cape off yeah. him, and then pulls his bits of his um, 
armor off. And as he does that, he says, I take from you your power. Yeah. And cast you out and throws him down the Bifrost. Yeah. And then he whispers to the hammer, right? And, and then he whispers the to the hammer. Right. Sweet nothings. So, it, so I think that that's absolutely telling. Sweet nothings, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, well, the only other thing that I... The fact that Thor doesn't see him do it, I think, agrees with you. The only other thing that I would wonder is whether it's all placebo. And and Thor becomes worthy when Thor thinks he's worthy because tr- deep down, absolutely, it, it, Thor needs it, to have Thor needs to do something to himself in order to be to be worthy. Because I think he in the end realizes he has to self sacrifice. Yeah, not that that actually does anything, but he has to self sacrifice because he thinks it's the right thing to do. Not because not he wants the hammer. Exactly, it's, it's, not, it's not a selfish not decision. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At that absolutely. point, he's not thinking about the hammer. The hammer comes separately. And I think that that's a massive realization for him, but more importantly for the greater universe, I think that's exactly what Odin wanted. And ultimately, all of this is just a, a spell slash test that Odin has set. And I think all he actually does in that film is strip Thor of his power, which he can do because he's the Allfather. Yeah. And then says, go on an adventure, find your self-worth, and then you can come back. Don't go and have the definition of the hero's journey. Exactly. And the way yeah. that Odin does that is by possibly employing the hammer, but essentially at that at that moment he locks Thor's power into the hammer because possibly that's the only way he can kind of do it. So you, you might end up in a really fucked up situation where someone else comes along at just the right moment. And well, that was going to be my question because Cap exists, right? Yes. So what happens if Captain Shield pull out Captain America and go, "Oi, Cap, well, can you move then, this hammer?" Then I think Odin has a potential problem. <laughs> I, I think he, I think he took a gamble. Uh, to be honest, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's just quite a funny image. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> Cap just comes strolling into Asgard, like, "Oh, I'm king now." <laughs> um, so when Thor picks up the hammer in Thor one, at the very end, and then beats the shit out of the Destroyer. Does that at that point has Odin's spell gone away? Yes, and I think after that, Mjolnir is just a very heavy hammer. Okay, that, make, that that makes a lot of sense, ish. Except why can why that why can Cap then pick it up? Because it's not actually about weight; it's about worth. I guess is the answer to that. It's about worth. Yeah, maybe there's an element of overcoming the weight because. You're going to utilize the hammer for the right reasons. Maybe, maybe. So I, I'm going to be very irritating. Maybe the hammer has a metaphysical weight as well as a. I think so, but it it there's an element of of judgment that it exercises, right? Because it's it's clearly, yeah. Because at, at the most basic, right? Thor can pick it up again when he sacrifices himself to save others. Yeah. Cap very famously does nothing but sacrifice himself to save others. Vision yes. arguably also does the same thing because he says, "Take the stone out of me, kill me," because we need to kill um, uh, what's his face Thanos. We need to stop Thanos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, there's, as I said, the others are essentially all Asgardian high gods. So we'll put a pin in those. Hmm. Um, now, except for Eitri, who never holds the hammer. Af- well, he certainly never wields it. Never wields the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I've got a really stupid question. If I put the hammer in a box, can I lift the box? Yeah, I know. I've seen that question um, 
a few times. I I suspect so. I think so as well because I think there's. You're not actually holding the hammer, are you? No, I, th- I, but it's a heavy box, I suspect. But it, I'm not wielding. I I think I think wield is a better word than hold. But I'm not wielding the hammer. Yeah, so. but even if but even if you hold it in a box, you're not holding the hammer. You're holding the box. No, 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 no. Exactly, but. And if like it, if you put the hammer in a lift, right, the lift is still that, the go lift up. works. Yeah, that's the classic. Um, that's also why I think uh, we're skipping around here. I think that's why Vision can hold it. Uh, maybe because he's just a machine. Like he's a very clever machine, but he's uh, he's, he's he's a mixture of everything, though, isn't he? He doesn't have a soul, and uh, souls are real yeah, in the but, MCU. But are they real for every single being? Does that doesn't have as Guardian have a soul? Same way that a human has a soul. I assume so. Same way that a Svartalf has a soul. I guess so. Because that, that, that's, that. that's an interesting way of looking at it. But then, so the point that I was trying to get to is, sorry, obviously Iron Man, right? Um, I've forgotten his name. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I keep one. thinking of Robert Downey Jr., but that's obviously not the character's name. The fuck's his name? Uh, uh, Stark. Stark. Uh, Tony Stark. Could, could Tony Stark at the end of Endgame pick up the hammer? Ah, you see, I don't think so. Because fundamentally, whilst he, he gives the ultimate sacrifice and he is a superhero and his heart in many ways is in the right place, he ultimately is still a bit of a dick. <laughs> no, in, I think in, I, in, a, in a way that Steve Rogers just isn't. Like Steve Rogers is the archetypal paragon of virtue. No, he absolutely is. That's his point. He's a fixed point in time that the world moves around. Except weirdly when it comes to Civil War and he's the one objecting to oversight which really seems like an odd no but if you if you if you if you work through cap's arguments in civil war they make sense in the context of cap because his argument is i am the moral center so i am the person who gets to dictate where my power is exercised yeah and i think that that's the only way you can possibly look at that as in he is virtuous that yeah he has to decide what he does yeah, so, I, and, and, and maybe a... that's it. Maybe that's why Tony can't possibly wield the hammer because he he doesn't trust himself to make the right decisions. Maybe so up until the end where he snaps, I think he's kind of in Thor's boots in Thor one. He he is. And that's I his entire that's... arc, right? That's what he fights with throughout his all all his films. You know, just being an asshole. Well, being an asshole, but then also when when he recruits. Peter Parker, and he's really concerned. He just thinks, oh, am I just, you know, putting everyone's life in danger because I'm too fucking stupid or weak to sort it out myself? Yeah. And then at the very right. end, he does obviously sort it out myself. And maybe at that point, he could have picked up uh, Mjolnir. I guess we'll, we'll never know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. This, this. I get that it's a magic hammer, and that's sort of just the answer, but this. Well. The way that it seems to be. Why do you say that though? Before we move on, why do you think it's a magic hammer? Well, it has to be because otherwise, how else does it? Unless it's a really, 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 really heavy hammer. So this was going to be my 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 potential answer. I don't think it works. But it's just a really heavy hammer, and Thor can pick it up because Thor is really strong, and like Cap can pick it up because he's yeah. worthy and thus has the power of Thor and thus can pick it up. But he doesn't have the power of Thor. But he doesn't have the power of Thor and he's not 
he's not Thor strong when he's wielding the hammer. I think that's like when he, he he's so obviously weaker than Thanos when he's fighting Thanos with the hammer. He's quicker essentially. Yeah. But he's not as strong as Thor even when he's wielding the hammer. So Yeah. It, and ultimately none of them are as strong as the Hulk who he said can't No, it? no. The only one who appears to potentially be stronger than the Hulk is Thanos. Then Thanos straight, beats I mean, the uh, shit out of the Hulk. Yeah. Which is quite funny. Um, mm. But we also don't see Professor Hulk try to pick it up, right? Which we kind of we have to say. We do never see Professor Hulk try to pick it up. Because he, he's be... most at peace with himself as a, as a being, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's, there's potentially something there but it doesn't it still doesn't necessarily mean that the hammer can't just be something that uh, is made out of a particular kind of metal that for some reason just the soul resonant metal yeah it's really dense and heavy for for certain biological signatures it interacts with as opposed to others so but then like we have a... to ask the question what makes cap similar to thor unless it's a metal that can weigh the weight on your soul of your, for want of a better word, sins. So the heavier, essentially the heavier the guilt that you're carrying. Okay, no, guilt, I think that's a better word than the soul, because your soul is... Maybe, yeah. Possibly some sort of constant, right? And you can obviously have done things in your life or things can have happened to you in your life. You can feel guilt, you can feel remorse. Um, And you can essentially not be at peace with your soul. Yeah, that I think, I think is what happens to Thor in the first film. It's what happens to uh, the Hulk throughout until he becomes Professor Hulk. That's the point. Same thing Professor happens to Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, and that that argument potentially kind of works because I think Hela, for example, not not a good person. I don't think anyone would say. Even I wouldn't go as far as saying she's a good person. But she's quite sure. clearly at peace with herself. She's quite clearly at peace with herself. She does exactly what she's meant to do. Same with Odin. I mean, Odin's got lots of doubts, I think. But I, I suspect but I don't he, he's, he's smart enough to sort of know how to fix it, or he's got plans to try and fix it. And he's, and he's obviously at peace at the end, because he just sort of disappears. Yes. Luke, Luke Skywalker style. He just, yeah, he does. He just sort of fades away. But no, then Odin becomes the, the problem, because... I... Unless in Thor 1 he hasn't had his own moment of introspection, so actually he's pretty at peace with himself. But he can't be at peace with himself because he's locked up Hela before then. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's naff, but I think Odin being the All-Father... Yeah, I think is, that is there, just there, the There's something there, right? Because he, he, like... He's in charge of all Asgardian magic. He can do whatever he wants. Exactly. It's a bit like, you know... We say Buddha can't do something. Well, he obviously can because you know he's <laughs> doesn't. There's no higher authority if you're a Buddhist. Um, I think that's sure. I'll take. I'll take. Sure. Yeah. You know. What an example. Is this part of our our desire to manage to get through a whole episode without referencing the Dresden Files? And you just had to go and ruin it, didn't you? <laughs> We're not going to use it as an example. Um. Well, it's 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 interesting to try and figure out if there's any other instances of some object like this. King Arthur's sword, the sword, right? the sword and the stone. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that a similar phenomenon where 
it somehow judges a person's soul or it, well i guess in that case it, it judges the sort of the bloodline potentially well that's right. a very good question does the sword in this what is the sword in the stone judging I, I don't remember there are enough arthurian legend to know what the what the inscription was there or what the instructions were there is it a question of worth or he it's just something like he he who can pick up this sword no. will be the true king. Whoso pulleth out this sword of this stone and anvil is rightwise king born of England. Yeah, so there's no there's no mention of worth or anything there. It just no, it's it's a it's a test of. You're right. It's a test of bloodline. Who is it's who's who's Uther's son? Is that test, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I guess the heir to the throne. Yeah. Uh, whoever. Um... Yeah, because you have to assume if, if Arthur dies for some reason, and then it must go to someone else. It must yeah, go to yeah. someone else. Yeah. But also, isn't that just Merlin playing yeah, silly buggers? I know, but but Merlin Odin. Yeah, no fair. fair. It's not it's not necessarily too dissimilar, I suppose. Maybe more more obviously magic, I guess. But I don't know. I I think that's that's where we have to kind of think about this, right? I I don't. Yeah, I don't think the power has the the sorry the hammer sorry has any inherent powers other than it's it can't be picked up and wielded by just the majority anyone. of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But maybe they retcon that halfway through, which is, is always a possibility because Thor is very dependent on the hammer early on, and it's it's not yes, until but... Ragnarok where he he switches things up and is like, actually, you know what. <laughs> I'm not Turns out I can punch lightning bolts. Yeah. And then he upgrades to Stormbreaker, which is just absolutely ridiculous. A ridiculous but, upgrade, in my opinion. But does does Stormbreaker have any of any similar test? It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> mm, it's it's not made clear, right? We haven't we haven't really seen enough of it. But Thanos definitely wields Stormbreaker. He neither kills Thor with it. He does. Yeah, he does. Uh, does he actually hold it, or does he use his own sword to push it into? Oh, uh, does he? Do I can't. I can't remember. I just I remember, remember Thanos. Thanos standing over Thor, driving like pushing Stormbreaker's yeah. blade down into him. But I can't. Re- no, you're right. I can't remember if he actually wields it. But you know, what we do know about Stormbreaker is that the Thor can swing it, like throw it around the same way he can Mjolnir, and it comes back to him. True. And it seems to conduct his electricity very well. And it can also summon the Bifrost, which, I mean, that's pretty damn cool. From where, one wonders. From where, one wonders. Uh, but importantly, <laughs> Stormbreaker has, has never been handled in any way, shape, or form by Odin. No, that's very true. So, but, um, so no element of worth has been applied to Stormbreaker other than what Eitri puts in. Well, other than what Eitri puts in. And Groot picks up Groot, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Well, well, Groot is, makes Storm, he picks he makes up the... It, yeah. Picks up the the axe blade, um, which there's just this, this quite funny question of sort of Eitri scrabbling around in his forge, going, "Where's the handle? Where's the handle, yeah. yeah, you must find the handle." So didn't you? Uh, like, didn't you have it ready? No, <laughs> I always think that as well. Like, come on, Matt. One oh one smithing. Just get all the the things in the right. Yeah, line there, all, but... line up all the bits that you're going to need. Um. Actually, I've just remembered uh, Cap handles Stormbreaker. Does he? Yeah, because there's, there's that scene where um, 
uh, it cuts back to the middle of the fight and Cap is building Stormbreaker. Thor has got... You know, oh, yeah, no, and they... I'll, fight, I'll take... Like... You have the little one. <laughs> yeah, they throw them between each other. So there's there's that. So but Cap, can, but Cap can wield Mjolnir, so that doesn't... Yeah, no, I know, I know. No, but it's just... Yeah, no, you're, you're right, though. You're right. But I, I think Odin is the key the key differentiator in, in all of this. Because he ultimately is the person who whispers sweet nothings to the hammer. Or, he know, is. He if, is. If that's a long-lived thing that actually changes the hammer itself, or if that's a test for Thor, I don't know. No, I think I, I, I feel like your your theory that it's a one-off test essentially. It's I put all of the power into the hammer, and then the first worthy person who holds it is Thor. Will become Thor. Yeah. And you do hope that he's kind of rigged the deck there because... You've got to think he's rigged the deck, right? You know, uh, Phil Coulson can't just rock up and pick up Mjolnir <laughs> and is like, oh, I'm a god now. <laughs> Have fun. Awkward. It's good to see. No, you've got to hope that Odin saw that coming. I, th- I think he probably would have done. Or at but least uh, Heimdall would have done. Yeah. <laughs> Can he wield the hammer, I wonder? He's got his sword. He doesn't need it. That's true, actually. Um, but no that's a fair cha- that's a very fair challenge um, so I guess I guess uh, something to discuss uh, is what does Odin want to see in terms of worth what does he think would make a worthy person well this does, is this is for, for example it... does he see Loki ever being able to like being in a position where he could be a worthy king don't this 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 is the sort of the last bit on my sheet really because like we we learn in Ragnarok that Odin is a bad guy or he was like yeah all right he had a midlife crisis and got over his warring ways but like Odin's definition of worth might not actually be that like what we would agree as worthy <laughs> Ah, but it's it's arguably the same story arc that he went through, right? So he could have transplanted literally that. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, Thor, Thor yeah. needs to be me after my midlife crisis without actually doing the midlife crisis. Exactly. Like I, I took thousands of years, arguably, and I'm going to give Thor an afternoon. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's he's. Uh... Oh, I don't actually know about it. Is he prescient, omniscient? He certainly has. Uh... Far-seeing, I think, is probably far-seeing. Yeah, he's certainly not omniscient. So, he, but he probably does know that that he needs to get Thor ready for bad things that are to come. Thor, sure. Well, he knows that at some point he's going to die, and then Hela's coming back. Yeah, the whole thing about Odin dying is is kind of strange to me, anyway. I uh, can we also uh, slight diversion. What is the Odin sleep, and why does it only happen in one film? Yeah, I know, I know. It's so strange. I feel Odin dies about three times, doesn't he, throughout the whole thing? Just about, yeah. Because even at the end, when he's when he's like dead, dead, he still appears to Loki and Thor seemingly kind of all right, and then he disappears again. It's (laughs) and then he reappears to Thor again, and he's (laughs) Odin is a weird bloke. Odin is a weird. (laughs) <laughs> Weird bloke. <laughs> uh, I think that sums it up very astutely. 
No, but you're right. Like he, he, he had a long time to arguably become a better person. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that I would challenge like... that he was—he was a bad person. You know, he, he was just a, a king trying to protect his people and trying to expand his territory. Like it's not that best unusual. defense is a good offense. Is that what you're saying? Well, you know, he saw that there were nine <laughs> kingdoms and he thought he was the best to rule them all. <laughs> and you know, some would argue that he probably was. Yeah, chief amongst them, him. Um, yeah, that's all that matters, really. I want to come back to to Hela quickly as well, because I, under, I understand what you're saying, that essentially she's a, a powerful Asgardian, and that's why she can pick up the hammer. But I don't know, that just that doesn't feel like enough to me. Like, there's, there's just... There's, and I think this, this comes back to Taika Waititi just having a completely different idea of how he yeah. wanted the film to work than than anyone else, um, and that's absolutely fine. But there's unless what actually happens is when Hela returns, she as essentially Odin's firstborn actually takes on most of the power of the All Father. Hmm. Like that, or that power is essentially in limbo and available to be grabbed by whoever grabs it. Oh, you're, gonna, you're getting so dangerously close to a mantle argument here. No, I'm, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, because we don't. We 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 see neither of them actually chain. The power doesn't change either, but it's, it's there for the taking, essentially. Um, and because Helen yeah, knows and it's, that, it's... and she's prepared for Odin's death for like thousands of years because she's had nothing else to do except murder Valkyrie. Quite. Quite. And I think, yeah, I mean, the the question of what happens to Asgardian power post death yeah. is, is a yeah, probably yeah doesn't bear thinking about because <laughs> you'd think someone like the All Father dying is probably quite bad news all around. It sounds bad. Yeah, and doesn't he doesn't actually it? die in Ragnarok? Well, I guess he does die in. in no, but you're right. It's 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 different. He's slain by. Fenris wolf, isn't he? Uh, I honestly don't remember. He does. He does die in Ragnarok, but he dies as part of Ragnarok. I'm you mean in the, in the in the poetic Edda, or you mean in the film? In, no, 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 in the Edda. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, no, you're right. Which, which, I mean, that that whole thing is really quite interesting. Is I never really stopped to think what that means, but it probably does suggest that Thor is on his way out because he dies in Ragnarok, doesn't he? He so, does. He's killed by Jormungandr. Yeah, whom I mean, we haven't met. I don't no, think have we? we haven't. The Great Serpent, no. And also, the Fenris Wolf in Thor Ragnarok is quite disappointing and just gets beaten up by the Hulk. Yeah, but I mean, the Hulk is pretty. Yeah, no, sure, sure. But... And then Surtur destroys Asgard, which is what happens in, in Ragnarok. In the. Yeah, and presumably kills Hela, although I guess that's. We assume, but she also draws her power from Asgard, right? So hmm. even if she's from, not... from the actual planet, if it even is a planet, I think so because she gets stronger the longer she's there. Yeah, but she was locked away in the underworld for so long, and is still True. pretty damn strong. Strong enough to destroy the. 
yeah, like what what happens to her when she dies? Because doesn't she just go back to her own domain? <laughs> it's, kind of, it's a bit like killing killing Hades or you know Lucifer, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, my head is in my hands as I try and work out what happens. I can actually tell. I can picture you just in despair. I really regret bringing up this topic. We could have done something much easier. <laughs> well, but I think we've we've made good progress. I think we're actually saying, or at least I'm saying, and frankly, I don't necessarily care what you think, <laughs> that, yeah, the hammer is just a hammer, except with that one time when Odin imbued it with Thor's essence. After that, the hammer is just a, a hammer that, I mean, it's it's a little discerning as a hammer. But I don't think it would confer anything special onto the people who wield it. No, that that's correct. Or at least, at least not. Mm, not not the expense of thought, but that doesn't. That's not quite right. That's not what I mean. Like maybe it would allow you, you to become, tap into Thor. You don't Thor's, become Thor. No. No, but it, it might allow you to sort of tap into Thor's being a little bit. But Thor being Thor doesn't seem to tire Thor out. That's a lot of thawing. Um, it doesn't seem to Thor uh, to tire Thor out. No. He, uh, yeah, like when when he and Hela are fighting, and he's like, I believe his his quote is, "I just hit her with the biggest blast of lightning in the history of blasts of lightning." Like, he doesn't doesn't seem to bother him. He's like, it's just not doing anything. No, he's he's ne- he's never tired. Even when he's a really fat bloke, he doesn't seem to tire. How is Fat Thor worthy? Well, I guess we decided he isn't. He doesn't need to be. Well, and, how can and, he, summon, and he is how because because he... in his eyes he failed his one mission. Right, he failed to protect his people. Yeah, but failing, failing, his people still exist. Not all of them. Granted, like half of them died, but um. Like he's he's not doing his duty again. That and that's that was the whole problem in the first film was that he wasn't doing his duty. Uh, he was putting his own, he yeah, was putting his own that, needs. You see. Oh, rephrase, rephrase. He was putting his own needs ahead of the needs of his people, which he's doing again. I don't. I don't think so. Because he's not putting anyone's needs anywhere. No, he's putting his own. And his people we, need we, him. But we do. We also don't see him do anything Thor-like. Or even wield a hammer or Stormbreaker until he gets his act together again. That's not quite. That's not quite true. Um, no, we see him. Um, he summons the hammer during the conversation with his mum, or just after the conversation with his mum. I guess you could argue that that's when he makes a decision that's, to that's, be himself. That's, yeah, again. exactly. That's when he changes his mind again. Possibly. And there's also an argument for the hammer being confused because, you know, there's probably two Thors around at that point. You've got to feel sorry for Thor number one, whose hammer <laughs> yeah. goes missing on the day that the Dark Elves turn up and his mum gets murdered. Yeah, but the hammer turns up. The hammer never goes missing. That's the Yeah, that's the argument, isn't yeah. it? It's a good job Thor wasn't holding the hammer. <laughs> I don't know. Could have, could have brought another way. Thor back with him. That would have been great. That would have been handy. Uh, um, God. Oh. 
Right. No, so, uh, but I, but I think I I do think the hammer confers some sort of power, or, or it acts as a conduit for Thor. Because we, uh, I'm just thinking back, as you do see Cap sort of throw lightning around with it, not not to the same extent Thor does, and I think it does look no, but, like it's very much bound to the hammer specifically. But if you think about Ragnarok as well, um, that was all about Thor coming to grips with his power, and before that, we we never see Thor use his power without his hammer. So it might be that, like you're essentially you're right, but. Cap could do what Thor can do, but he's not learned to because it took Thor thousands of years to learn. Are you suggesting Cap is the god of thunder? No, but if the if the power allows you, if the hammer allows you to, as you put it, tap into Thor's power, then what I'm saying is that it might be that he could learn to do that if he had enough. That Cap could learn to do to throw lightning bolts. Oh no, I think I would disagree with you there. I don't think he could. Okay. Even, I... even even willing Mjolnir. I've got no evidence to back that up. No, I mean I've got no evidence in favour. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what yeah, this is just from, from where we think the um the films have gone. Uh, it's a really interesting it's a really interesting question. Uh, is in in the in the actual mythology, is Mjolnir like this? No. It's just a hat. Well, I mean, it's just a hammer. It's it's, it's, it's Thor's it's Thor, hammer. It's, it's Thor's not... hammer, and it's made by it's made by uh, Svartels as part of a competition. Um, yeah, and that also makes uh, like a, a magic arm ring for Odin and a boat for Frey. I think, and it's a it's a competition uh, that, and it's, it's when Loki gets his lips sewn together. Remember? Oh right, yeah. Do they also make the the cloak that Loki has? Is that a thing? I don't know. My Norse mythology is so. <laughs> Mine is very patchy. Catchy, patchy. I know oh, some patchy. of it quite well, and and some of it not at all. Uh, but no. So this is. I can't remember the genesis of the of the competition, but it it turns into a competition. Uh, between two essentially clans of dwarves, for who's the the greater yeah. craftsman, and one of them says, "If I uh, if I win, I want Loki's head." And the old father says, "Yeah, fine." And then he that guy makes, amongst other things, Mjolnir. But Loki interferes, which is why Mjolnir has such a short handle. Like it, it, it's its shape is wrong for a warhammer because Loki yeah, interferes. It, it, it's it's just a giant mallet, really, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Rather than a, that, rather than a warhammer, but um, the the gods still decide that that is the best thing, and so the guy, the dwarf, turns to take Loki's head, and Loki says, "You can have my head, but you never said anything about my neck." You can't, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't take my head without harming my neck. So the dwarf sews Loki's lips shut. <laughs> Loki is a bit of a douche. Um, he's also yeah. great. He's also great. Uh, okay, uh, now I've got I've got two more quandaries for you. Okay, Jane Foster. Yeah, I knew you were gonna. I, yeah. I knew we were gonna get there because that's th- gonna be Thor, love and th- Thor, love, love and, and thunder. thunder yeah. Which which is a wild film title. I think it's going to be I'm a wild so up film. For that film. I it's imagine the so Guardians good. are in that. 
Uh, it's just going to be Russell Crowe is in it. <laughs> Wait, what? Russell Crowe's in, Thor- in Love and Thunder? Isn't that? Didn't he spoil that when he got drunk in Australia? But you, I fair, think he even even says who he plays in it. He plays Zeus, I think, which wait, is all kinds what? of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm looking this up. Yeah, I think he plays Zeus. I'm so, please. Which I mean, if that that's a mad crossover. It yeah. looks like Zeus. <laughs> oh no, wait, no, that's just that's just his uh, Jor-El quest, uh, costume. I mean, I'm looking forward to that film. Is that, I think playing... it's, it's, it's Taika Waititi again, isn't it? Yeah, it's Taika Waititi playing, and he's playing. Use it right. Yeah, he's playing Zeus. Yeah, that's going to be what? excellent. Going to be excellent. Um, so, so I guess we'll find out if Jane can pick up the hammer before she becomes Thor. If the hammer makes her become Thor, if Thor has to do an Odin and imbue the hammer with his power before Jane can become Thor, or if Jane's yeah. a bit, just a bit like Cap in some way. It's yeah, that would also mass. Yeah, that would massively like. Like devalue Cap, I feel. Like, because I like I like Jane, but she's not Cap levels of self-sacrificing. Well, no, but I guess we haven't really given her the chance to do that yet, have we? No, I suppose. I mean, I all suppose. she does is is well, she does. She's obviously a very highly trained physicist, uh, but yeah. In film one, we we just get to see her be really geeky and excited about the physics of it all. And then in the second film, I mean, Thor 2 is just, yeah. I don't just, like talking about it. Yeah, I know why. It's just, it's just so meh. Do you know my most, my most hated scene in Thor 2? What's that? It's the tube scene. The tube scene? He gets on Thor gets on the tube and asks how you get to Greenwich. Oh yeah. And the directions that the woman on the tube gives him are wrong. Yeah. And yeah. it makes me so angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that whole film is just so bad. <laughs> Especially because they like, they make Malekith seem so strong, but then he does nothing. Yeah, it just makes no sense. It's, it's, um, it's strange. So I mean, let's let's move on. So because my last my last question was going to be because i mean i think we'll we'll a we'll see what happens with jane and odds are we're gonna need yeah we're gonna need to do a a review of that film when it comes out absolutely i kind of hope she wheels stormbreak because that thing is about as big as she is i think that'd be really funny (laughs) i also want fat thor for the rest of the mcu oh he's so disturbing i don't ever want him to lose that weight because he, he, he like it's is so clearly Chris Hemsworth in a fat suit, and I can't my I know, brain just can't get past that. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. The, the, actually, what I really really liked about um, Endgame, I, I know you've got the last point, but is when he like suits up at the very end when it's him, Tony Stark, and <laughs> and Cap, and he doesn't lose the weight. I know because it would have been so easy to unfat suit Chris Hemsworth. Exactly, just point. be like, "Oh, I'm Thor, by the way." You know, I'm yeah, I'm still him. me, but no, no, <laughs> you drank that way, to Tom. You're gonna... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Although one imagines that he burns about a million calories by just breathing. So yeah, you got to got to wonder what he was what he was doing. Um, sorry, sorry. What's your what's your final point? My final question is: What about the Valkyrie whose name I forget? What do we Valkyrie, think she yeah. can do in terms of holding the hammer? I think there's a long list of people that you could ask that question about. 
She is now the, the queen of Asgard. Right? Or new, or new Asgard, I guess. Yes, that's true, because Thor's gone off guardianing. Shirking his duties. Well, I guess Again. I guess he makes the right decision by putting someone yeah. more capable in charge. I mean, that's fair. I think there's a long list of is this per- should this person be able to wield it? Like Peter Parker, he's a pretty good guy. Oh, he, he's, he's nothing he, but insecure, though. I suppose. Maybe when he's older, but, he, yeah. but he's full of self doubt, which feels like a good trait in a hero. Maybe when he's older. Maybe when yeah. I'm going to say for 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 Valkyrie, no, she can't wield it. Ooh, I don't know about that. Because I think there's a distinction between sitting in the throne and being like the the new Odin. Like if Thor comes back and says, "Actually, you're in my seat," she's going to get out of the seat and he's going to get back into it. Thor's still in charge. She's essentially like a regent with a crown on. Possibly, I think. Possibly, but she's she's had a a, a good character arc. She, she, she was in has. a dark place. And she, she, has, she she's was. turned it around. Yeah. Is there any scenario in which Loki could have wielded it? Possibly, still can. Possibly, still can. Maybe we'll we'll find out in Loki's new TV series. Because he's definitely not dead. I didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> you got too close to your microphone there. Oh, that was um, entirely on purpose. Oh, don't you worry. Wait, you mean you mean OG Loki isn't dead? I mean OG Loki isn't dead. Yeah, we definitely saw. I can't believe I'm going to say this. We definitely saw him die. No, we didn't. We saw. We saw him go blue. Neck. Yeah. So he didn't go blue. He went a sort of horrible purple color. Yeah, well, you know, but I can't remember if if his kin are blue or purpley. Kind of both, aren't they? He didn't turn. He didn't go frost giant coloured. If that's what you mean. I don't know. I think Loki isn't dead. And also, his corpse was on the half of the Asgardian rescue spaceship thing that Thanos yeah. definitely broke. The the guy can like teleport and magic he away. Can teleport and... that far? You don't know that. Loki is still alive. You can give no, me tinfoil for that next week if you you're so, if you so you're, choose. You're, but I, but I swear to God, if, if it turns out, if it turns out that he is alive, I will give you tinfoil for life. I, honestly, having one week where I don't have to wear this stupid hat is going to be really, really nice. It just suits you so well. <laughs> Made to measure at this stage. <laughs> I mean, strangely enough, I think we've actually been relatively sensible this episode. I haven't well, called yeah, you an idiot, been, I don't think. There's, there's not been much much to sort of wonder. I think it's been almost too hard to unpick, really. But I think we have we have got to some sort of a conclusion. I think... What your, is the conclusion? Do you want, do you want to sum up what I'll, we've I'll, actually I'll, got here? I'll try to. So I think where we've got to is that the hammer itself is not inherently conferring any more Thor's power or, or indeed really any power. It may, although this is unclear, um, allow access to Thor's power, but that doesn't seem to be supported by enough evidence. Um, and 
while the hammer may be gauging some form of of worth, the whosoever holds this hammer has been turned off after Thor picked it up in Thor One. I think that's basically where we got to. Yeah, I think Easy. that's that's right. Yeah. Easy. What were we worrying about? It's what I wasn't worried about whatsoever. Uh, but, yeah. you know. Just me then. <laughs> I could tell that you were having a bit of an existential crisis over this one. So I was, I was, glad that I we was discussed flapping. This. I was flapping quite badly. <laughs> it's quite a heavy episode, this one. Um, but I guess we've had lots of lots of rage recently. I'm still not quite over that. So <laughs> it's good. It's good that we're here and just talking, talking philosophy, talking pseudoscience, which is I, 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 yeah, I enjoy these deep dives into completely unnecessary. Deep dives, and hopefully, um, someone out there listening to this podcast, the why you would be doing that, I don't know. Um, no, please, please keep listening, please. Um, please. <laughs> but also tell us if, if you know how Mjolnir works. If you're Odin or indeed Thor, then please yeah. let us know. Or if this is covered in the comics, if there's just a simple one line answer, don't make me go and read a hundred comics. I'm not going to do it. Uh, but if there's just a simple episode XYZ says this and that's why uh again let us know we'll be excited to hear or if you know if natalie portman or indeed chris hemsworth wants to give me a call to explain feel free (laughs) i'll I'll leave my uh zoom details in (laughs) (laughs) i will take any call at any time (laughs) (laughs) but uh anyway um Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Expertise is Overrated. No doubt we've said some things that were either objectively wrong or downright offensive. As we said, feel free to let us know, put you on out of his misery, uh, rate the podcast, and leave us a comment or drop us an email at expertiseisoverrated at gmail.com or tweet us at zeroexpertise or check out our website expertiseisoverrated.podbean.com. If you're lucky, we might just argue with you in one of our upcoming episodes, and if you're really lucky, we might call you an idiot. Now in our next episode, we're going to mark our 10th uh, installation of the podcast by taking a step away from our usual overanalyzing of sci-fi and fantasy to ask a slightly more meta question, is early access good for the video games industry? Join us then for more nonsense. <laughs>